How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back giving you guys our three key matchups in Bears versus Saints. As you all know, the Bears will face the Saints in an afternoon primetime game on November 1st. The Bears return to Soldier Field, looking to move to 6-2. and two. Today, we are back giving you guys our three key positional matchups that we think the Bears need to take advantage of if they want a shot at bouncing back after a devastating loss in prime time. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today to break down these matchups, I am joined with both of my co-hosts, Parsh Shaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it going, guys? Doing pretty good. I uh, just finished up most of my classes. I got one more in like three minutes, but that's we're not making that one for sure because we're going to be recording <laughs> some various content for you guys. And yeah, I'm just looking over the White Sox notes right now. They have a press conference with their new manager, Tony La Russa. I'm uh, pretty sure we have a lot of White Sox fans listening, so I don't know how you guys feel about this one. I'm I'm kind of disappointed, but yeah. Hey, there's no better reason to miss class than to record a podcast. I mean, I feel like at this point, this is basically my job. Yeah, it, it does feel like it. I, lo- I love recording with you guys, and uh, I would love to make it like a job one day, but that, that's what <laughs> Jaylen, we're doing. Jalen, what's going on, buddy? Oh, it's going good. If, if anybody goes to college or is in high school, don't don't listen to Parf. Go to your classes. He, he has a reason. <laughs> yeah, uh, believe that, it or not, we, we do prioritize academics here, but we do have to record our three key matchups in Bears versus Saints, so let's hop right into it. Jalen, we're starting with you. You have the offensive matchup in this game, so what do you got? I have uh, established the running game. Um, so I don't know if Allen Robinson is going to play uh, on Sunday or not due to him being in concussion protocol, and I don't think our um, practice re- or injury report came out yet. So um, right for right now, I'm assuming he's not going to play Sally. Allen Robinson is our whole offense, but without him, you know, we're, we're already about offense in general. So Allen Robinson just makes it a little more – better but it still works at the same time so i'm saying we need to establish the run game now the saints do have a very good run game of i think they're allowed over the sixth game they played uh they've held their opponents uh their opponents only averaging three and a half uh yards per rush so that that's pretty good uh especially in six games and um, i know we don't have the very best running game uh david montgomery's averaging three 3.7 yards per uh per carry and that's terrible he i think he, that's the same thing he averaged over the whole season last year this offensive line has to play better uh we don't know if we're gonna have cody white here this game you know he he's been on the, he was on the injury report yesterday with a calf injury uh so we might see a, a undrafted free agent from last year sam mustafer um and i will honestly if if cody does play i would rather see sam mustafer over rashad coward at this point we saw rashad coward get completely blown up these last two weeks um, against the Rams and the Panthers, but like I said before, without Allen Robinson, this offense is, is already bad, and you know, without him, it's going to make it worse. So uh, if we're able to establish the rain game against this good um, Saints defense and use play action to like a person like Darnell Mooney, who's probably going to be our number one, uh, he's a deep threat. We saw him beat Jalen Ramsey multiple times on double moves and stuff like that, just just using his speed to, uh, to his advantage. So the Saints, the Saints secondary is not that good. They gave up three touchdowns. Um, to to Justin Herbert, who's a rookie, they gave it up to Derek Carr. So you can easily, and also Aaron Rodgers, you know. So you you can easily put points on on the Saints secondary. Um, I don't think we're gonna be able to do because uh, you know we our offense is not close to any of those I just named. Uh, especially with, especially we don't have a quarterback like an Aaron Rodgers or even a Derek Carr who that that's just average at this point. So if we're able to uh, uh, establish the run game even 
av- uh, average run game on, on Sunday and be able to use play action and not be a one-dimensional offense, um, that could help us. 100%. The Saints are allowing 29 points per game, also allowing 89.7 rushing yards per game, which doesn't uh, lead me to being very hopeful, but as you mentioned, Jalen, if we can establish some sort of average rushing game, rushing attack, that could be very helpful in opening up the pass game because they have allowed 255 passing yards per game, and I'll get into it later with my overarching factor, but the Saints' secondary hasn't been too great at all this season, so Parth, you have the defensive matchup in this game, also another one that is incorporated with the run game, so go for it. Yeah, on the other side of the ball, they got Alvin Kamara, a superstar. Uh, he's not just the running back. He's also a wide receiver, in my opinion. He leads the Saints in ru- in rushing yards and receiving yards. Uh, he's been amazing to start off the year. I think he had one bad game to start off the season, which was against Tampa Bay, the first game of the season, where it was only just where he had 16 rushing yards, but he also had 80 receiving yards and a touch- two touchdowns, so he makes up for it in- on the receiving end. Uh, he's a dual-threat player. It's going to be tough to stop him. There's no way the Bears can actually stop him but we have to limit him in order to win the game. Uh, if we look at the Bears' rushing stats, we allow uh, roughly 120 yards per game, uh, which is pretty up there in the league. Uh, this Bears defense two years ago in 2018 was one of the best defenses against the run, and uh, in 2020 it's turned into a pretty average, below average team defense against the run uh, I guess you know losing Eddie Goldman does that to you even Leonard Floyd who was a great run stopper does that to you as well but the Bears need to stop Alvin Kamara um, we know how talented he is and how he can just take over the game any time of the game um, the Bears have had trouble start stopping running backs I think the best game we've had so far at stopping the run would probably be Mike Davis in my opinion especially in the recent couple games uh, we did stop Mike Davis against the Panthers and we saw how we if we can stop the run game we can usually take over the quarterback uh, Teddy Bridgewater didn't have a great game either and which led to a Bears win so if we're able to at least control Alvin Kamara and control the line of scrimmage against the Saints offensive line and uh, Alvin Kamara I think we have a pretty solid shot at winning this game yeah Alvin Kamara has had quite the season for the New Orleans Saints 364 rushing yards for him on 75 carries that's 4.9 yards per carry Jalen mentioned earlier David Montgomery only around 3.7 yards per carry and that's a pretty big deficit when you look at the league he uh he has four rushing touchdowns also as a receiver Parth mentioned it you know obviously stopping the run is going to be big but you also have to account for Kamara as a receiver he's their leading receiver with I believe over 480 receiving yards on 46 receptions uh he he might have a thousand yards receiving uh as a running back which is which is something that's crazy so definitely are going to have to count for Kamara in this one I've got the overarching matchup in this one though so let's hop right into it my overarching matchup is going to be the Bears' tight ends versus the Saints' secondary. The Saints have the 17th defense in the league against the pass and are 31st in the league, the second-worst team in the league, against defending opposing tight ends. If you take a look at Week 1, O.J. Howard had four receptions for 36 yards and a score. Tom Brady didn't have the greatest game in Week 1, but he did pass for 239 yards and two touchdowns, so they did have some success through the air, even though they lost that game. In Week 2, we saw Derek Carr take over and have a great game against the Saints. He passed for 284 yards, three scores. Darren Waller was the leading receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders in that game. He had 12 receptions for 105 yards and a score. Taking a look at Week 3, Aaron Rodgers threw for 283 yards and three touchdowns. Tight end Robert Tanyan, who's had a great year so far, 
caught five passes for 50 yards and a score. Taking a look at week four, Matthew Stafford, another familiar foe, passed for 206 yards and three touchdowns. TJ Hawkinson also got in for a score, and tight end Jesse James had a long reception of 31 yards. In week five, Jalen mentioned earlier, Justin Herbert went off. He passed for six, uh, 264 yards and four touchdowns. Their tight end, uh, Hunter Henry, had 23 receiving yards as well as a touchdown. So all of those first five weeks, they allowed a score to an opposing tight end. Uh, they had a bye week in week six, and then in week seven last week, Teddy Bridgewater had a very good game against them. He threw only five incomplete passes, threw for 254 yards and two scores, and the Saints finally didn't allow a score to a tight end in a game. So it's going to be very important that the Bears continue to get guys like Cole Komet involved in this one. Uh, you know, we saw him. He had a very nice 37-yard reception against the Rams last week. Jimmy Graham still up in the top of the league in tight end touchdowns as well as tight end Renzo targets. Matt Nagy's going to have to put in Jimmy Graham and utilize him as much as possible in this one. If there's any weakness that the Saints have, it's depending. It's defending the pass first of all, and secondly. <clears throat> more specifically, defending the pass against opposing tight ends. So this Bears' offensive line, they they allowed Foles to get hit on, I believe, more than half of his dropbacks uh, against, the, against the Rams. He had a better passer rating under pressure last week, 74.2, than he did when he wasn't pressured with 61.8. He was uh, under pressure on 20 of 44 on, of his dropbacks per pro football focus. So the Bears are going to have to hopefully give Foles some more time to throw this week. Uh, so I, I really hope that they can do that. And Nick Foles is going to have to get the ball to the tight ends because it's very important to do that. A little bit shorter of an episode for us today. Normally our podcasts are a lot longer. Our meet the opponents episode was over a half an hour. This one only 10 minutes, but we will be back with you guys tomorrow. Fan mail Friday will be coming out tomorrow, answering your guys's questions for bears versus saints. So if you would like to submit a question, we're going to be putting up polls tonight on Instagram and Twitter as well as our YouTube community tab. So be sure to look out for those uh, if you would like to ask us a question and possibly be featured in a podcast. If you'd like more content from us, you can head over to our website, beardown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs throughout the week to get you guys ready for the Bears' Week 8 matchup with the Saints. A very big one. The Bears are looking to bounce back from some adversity this weekend at Soldier Field. We only have two more days left on our Anthony Miller mini helmet giveaway on social media. That is going on on both Instagram and Twitter, so be sure to go follow us at Bear Down on both those platforms. You can find the posts. You can enter, possibly win a very cool piece of signed memorabilia for free, and Lord bless Anthony Miller's soul because he's going to have to do some very big things this weekend. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media down in the description. Be sure to go check those out. We post a ton on both Instagram and Twitter ourselves uh, with our own individual pages, and it's a great way to interact with us on a weekly basis. Parsha, Jalen McClinton, a little bit shorter of an episode today, but this week is flying. We're about to be playing another game very, very soon. America's Game of the Week, Bears versus Saints this weekend. Any last words? It's already week eight. Uh, we're already halfway through the football season. You know, football season's a lot of fun, but it does go by quick. Um, let's enjoy it since it's here. The Bears are five and two. Let's not forget that. You know, Bears Twitter's been freaking out, but at the end of the day, the Bears are five and two and can easily become six and two and beat another great team, the New Orleans Saints, this weekend. Yeah, same here. You know, stay. I know we this game we lost was was bad. You know, it looked terrible. The, everything was it went wrong. But like like Park said, this, t- this team is still five and two. Um, we're not two and five, so don't 
say blow up everything because that wouldn't make any sense. Exactly. Uh, let's prepare for Sunday. This is going to be a, a huge game just like last week was. Um, the team already has a shoulder, uh, a chip on his shoulder from, from being underrated and saying we're five because we don't have a good offense and stuff like that. But I know these players are uh, upset about that last game. They know they could play better, and I know they will. So, uh, like I said, get ready for Sunday and bet down. 100%. We've got to try and have a positive mindset going into Sunday. Uh, it's a little bit discouraging, you know, not seeing Ryan Pace and going out and getting some offensive linemen uh, and letting his $24 million, $21 million quarterback almost die every week. But, uh, you know, we got to hope for the best. The Saints team is definitely beatable, and I believe that the Bears can do it. Uh, I, I don't think it can get much worse than it did in Week 7 offensively. I think the Bears will have a better game this week, and they're definitely going to have to take advantage of some positional matchups if they want to win in this one. Do us a favor. Head to our website once again. Uh, one of our contributors, Ryan Cusack, uh, posted an article with his three key matchups in this week. Uh, so do us a favor. Go check out his three key matchups if you've got some extra time. But it's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor. Stay safe and bear down. We'll be back tomorrow with Fan Mail Friday, and we will see you in that one. Peace.